Welcome to Let's Get Metaphysical, the show that stretches you beyond your five senses. When you are looking for your next step on the path into the unseen, we've got you covered. Join epic adventure seekers and level up your game with your host, reality magician, Allie Bierman. Bad things happen in everybody's lives. People get hurt. They get sick. They lose their jobs. They get new jobs and they have to move away. Their friends move away. They move away. And when you are living in true happiness, your degree of true happiness determines how you get through moments and days and times and and how things work or don't work. I just went through one of the most difficult weeks in my life because I have these health challenges that they're invisible. Do you know millions upon millions, probably billions of people have invisible injuries and you wonder why they can't keep up or they're not so smart or interesting or whatever. And it's just because their brains are different, their life experiences are different, and they're figuring out how to compensate for how they're different from how you expect them, one of them, how you expect us to show up. Well, for me, you probably know from the brain surgery I had. It was more than 10 years ago, G-Walkers, and I lost these key nerves. And one of the nerves that I lost controls all your organs. What does that mean? It means that my heart rhythms, my breathing, my digestion, all those kinds of things can get impact. And honestly, not sure what sets things off when I'm having a challenge, but I had the worst time ever this week. I could barely breathe. My heart was going just wild. And I could, there's nothing to do to stop it. Usually I get through it faster. Usually I can keep functioning, but I couldn't this week. So what did I do? How do I get through that? Well, this was one time I actually was limited and I had to lie down and I had to lie real still because it's hard to breathe when you're moving around and it was hard enough to breathe when I was lying real still. And what I did, you might try this when you have a challenge, was I welcomed the situation. I welcomed what was going on. I welcomed the incredibly uncomfortable way that hard arrhythmias can feel when you're going through them. And the the fact that breathing was hard, so I couldn't get myself any food or water. So, I mean, I'm grateful that I usually cook enough food to last a few days, only I couldn't get up to get it for myself. So if I didn't have the ability to know that my state is true happiness, I have no idea how I would have gotten through this week. And I would love for that to be your experience to get you through any really challenging experience. Because you know where we tend to go? We tend to want to get rid of something. We tend to want to make it better. We tend to want to fix it. Well, the thing is, the brilliant psychiatrist, Carl Jung, is well known for his statement, what you resist 
persists. So when you want to fix it, when you want to change it, when you want to make it go away, that's resistance. And what happens? It gets bigger. It gets worse. It definitely doesn't go away. So that's the space I was in, and that's a big part of how I got through. So the other place to go is what thoughts? Remember thoughts and beliefs? They're lies. They're lies that you've told yourself so many times. You think they're fact. Only they're not. They're not even true. So I also survey what thoughts might I be thinking that has me in such discomfort. And if I find the thought, then I'll go and I'll clear it. Well, so Allie, how do you clear thoughts? Well, I'll go there in just a minute. But first, I want to make sure you understand true happiness. You don't do anything to live in true happiness. There's nothing I can do for you or tell you that you can do to acquire it because you already have it. So I can't tell you how to acquire something you already have. What you do have are blocks so that you're not able to access the true happiness. And the fact is people who live in true happiness live longer lives. They live healthier lives. They live happier lives. They have more successful relationships. They have more success in their careers. Happiness is very important, which is probably a main reason that discovering and eliminating the blocks to you living into happiness will let you stop blowing up what's wrong. Stop looking for what's missing. Do you know, and well, think about this right now. If I ask you, what do you want? Well, take a moment. Think about how would you respond to that? What do you want? Chances are you went to a place of thinking of what you don't want. I don't want to be struggling in relationships. I don't want to be looking for a job I love. I don't want to be just making it with money or struggling to have enough to get by. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want. But what do you want? You're so accustomed to living in the negative aspect of things. Well, it's pretty hard to get rid of the blocks when you're focusing on what you don't want because you just keep putting up more and more and more blocks so that you can't access the true happiness. You know, I recommend on a scale of one to 10, when you get yourself living in a place of true happiness of at least an eight, an eight, nine, or 10, your life's going to flow. And when those bad things happen, and they will happen, you're going to be able to handle them, and you're going to be able to bounce back quicker than you would if you didn't know true happiness as your default state. For those of you who can see what I'm showing you, it's a necklace. It's made of a wood called lignum vitae. And 
It's hard to see up close. This wood is the hardest wood in the world. It's so hard that the sculptor only was able to form a figure on one side and the other side is still raw wood. Why do I have this necklace? Because my daughter gave it to me. Because she knows that no matter what's going on in my life, I'm tough and I'm resilient and I'll come back from it. I'll make it through and I'll come back and I'll flourish and I'll thrive. Are you in a position like that? You are if your happiness defaults at a level 8, 9, or 10. So let me give you an example. If your happiness is, let's say it's at a level eight and something happens, but this happened to a lot of people with COVID, they lost their source of income. They're trying to figure out how to replace an income that could probably bring somebody down. That's probably something like a level five upset and it could bring somebody down from a, a level eight to bring them all the way down to a five. But if they started at a level eight, they can make it. But what if they started at a level four and that crisis happened at level five? They're not even going to be able to make it through, let alone bounce back to where they were. And they're going to suffer emotionally, physically, spiritually. It's really, really, really important so living at a higher level is paramount if you want to be able to make it through the crises that will happen in your life. So if you think about, well, how do I get there? How do I find what the blocks are? Well, one thing you can do is ask your spirit, simply say, please show me the thoughts, the beliefs that are keeping me stuck. Now, if you know how to talk to your spirit so you can hear or feel or sense or know how to recognize the responses you're getting, it makes life a whole lot easier. And if you don't know how to do that, send me a message, send me a DM. Let's see, how can I recognize. Uh, just send me a DM for looking at talking to your guides, angels, universe, any of those that you choose to do. And I'll send you the link so we can make that happen. Okay. So that's one way to do it. Another way is to focus. I don't want you to want, but to focus on what you want. Remarkable thing happens in life. Whatever you focus on, you get more of it. If you're looking for the bad stuff in life, if you're looking for what you don't want in life, it's going to keep showing up more and more of what you don't want, of what you want to get rid of, of what you want to fix, of what you want to change. It's going to get bigger in your life. When you focus on what you want, which takes clarity. It takes choosing. It takes choosing to know and to define what you actually want in life. If you're, it was interesting, this never happened before. I was in the health food store the other day picking up some uh, fresh produce and the gentleman in front of me, uh, 
he turns to me and he says, I'm in a bad mood today. And I said, well, look outside, the sun's shining. And he looks outside and it's not shining. <laughs> the clouds had come over and I said, oh, okay. It was shining when I left home to come here. And then he smiled. Do you know the difference that just a smile makes in a moment? Would you be interested in my giving you a quick rundown of how to turn any moment into one where you feel good? So when you're stuck, when you're frustrated, when you're feeling bad, this isn't going to lead you to true happiness on a persistent basis. But it's definitely going to get you out of that cruddy mood. The first thing to do And for those of you who don't know, I came into this whole realm from mainstream psychology, from a brain injury, took me out of that world and into the world I've been living in ever since 1996. In fact, next Thursday is 26 years from the day that attack left me with a brain injury, causing me to go inside and figure out a different way to live. And what I discovered, the first thing to do is sit up straight, stand up straight. Your posture makes a difference. I notice, and you'll notice too now that you know to look for it, somebody who's depressed or sad, they're kind of hunched over. Well, when you're hunched over, your lungs don't have room to expand. How are you going to take in oxygen? How are you going to take in life force? Because you have to breathe in life force. By the way, you don't just breathe that in through your respiratory tract. You breathe in through your skin, your largest organ your skin. So the first thing you want to do is be aware of your posture. Right now, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, sitting or standing, just improve your posture. And notice how you feel differently, because you will notice. Pay attention to how you're feeling when you change your posture. You could even hunch over, and I wouldn't stay there too long, and then come back into the improved posture. That's the first thing you do. The next thing you want to do is smile. You smile with your whole face, not just your mouth. You smile with your cheeks, with your eyes, with your whole face. Back when people were wearing masks, you could always tell somebody who was smiling because you smile with your whole face. A smile uses hundreds fewer muscles than a frown does. So why would you want to frown? You're going to feel better smiling. You're going to feel more relaxed. So you're already having improved posture which feels good. Then you're adding to it a smile, which feels really incredible. And then the next thing you're going to do, you're not going to do an affirmation that says, I'm happy now. Why? Why would that not work? If you try to tell your spirit, I'm happy now, and you're not, (laughs) your spirit doesn't know what to do with it, so it ignores it. However, if you say, I'm choosing I'm choosing to feel happy now. And if you are someplace where you can speak it out loud, it's even more powerful. And you just keep saying that. So you have a better posture, smiling, and you're speaking with 
in your mind or better possible to speak it out loud for at least 10 seconds. I'm choosing to feel happy now. I'm choosing to feel happy now. If you're smiling and if you have improved posture, you're going to notice how you change inside. Okay, while all that's going on and you're already in a better place, go back, retrieve a moment. I don't usually say go back in your past, but back in your past somewhere, you have a moment that left you feeling elated, joyful, peaceful, calm. Go back to that moment. It was something that made you feel happy and not something that happened for your child or your spouse or your best friend. It happened for you personally. Once you have that moment, in the words of somebody I worked with, actually did some writing with, and he did for me, Robert Allen, a multiple times bestselling author, he calls it virtualizing. So go in and look behind your eyes and experience using all five senses that moment, the one that you just brought back from your memory that left you feeling good, that left you feeling happy. So see out of your eyes what you were seeing. Hear the sounds you were hearing with somebody talking to you, with somebody talking in the room where you were. Were you tasting something? Were you smelling something? What were you touching and how did it feel? How did the floor or the ground, wherever you are, feel under your feet? When you're going through that with all five senses, guess what? Your mind can't tell the difference between what's real and what's imaginary. So you're actually reliving it. And when you're reliving it, you're changing your body chemistry. All the steps I've told you so far, they're all changing your body chemistry, releasing the endorphins that feel good chemicals. You know, there's the ones you get when you do a workout. Well, I get them. And that's a big reason <laughs> that I like to work out because I feel so incredible when I finish. Okay, the next step to do, now that you got all this going for you and you're probably in a very different place, create the habit of happiness. Now, if you're not on Facebook, I'm sorry, I took down the Happy Share Movement webpage, but if you are on Facebook, you have the ability to go to facebook.com forward slash the Happy Share Movement. It's a page I have on there. And because I do all this stuff in my home, in my own books, I may not be in there every day, but it's a place where you can go and you can share something that leaves you feeling happy and grateful. When I wake up in the morning, I go through a number of gratitude meditations. I'm an ordained metaphysical minister, I go through what you might call a healing list. I call it blessings. And then I do my, I feel happy and grateful. And I list 10 things. Why do I do that? Okay, I do that because it's setting my mind to look for things that allow me to feel happy and grateful because you're always going to see 
You're always going to recognize. You're always going to be aware. And you're always going to attract more of what you're looking for. So my mind's set and focused on, and I don't even have to do it consciously. Just the act of speaking the words, I feel happy and grateful. And they could be things like, I, I had a brain injury. I couldn't use my eyes for 17 months. So any day when I could see clearly and what I was seeing made sense. Well, that was a reason to feel happy and grateful. Today, when I wake up in the morning and my heart's in sinus rhythm, you know I feel happy. I'm elated when all of my heartbeats are normal and I'm breathing normal. And I know I can go on with my day doing anything I want to get done. It could be something simple like, huh, the sun's out today. I can go outside. I can go kayaking. I can say, oh, I love nature. And I, I live pretty much in nature. And I looked out the window, same window I'm looking out right now. And this, I, I have lots of wildlife in my yard. And the other day, there's been this one female turkey, the wild turkeys, obviously, who's smaller than all the rest. And it was always here by itself. And his behavior was really, really different. And I feel so happy and grateful. Well, because yesterday that turkey came by with 12 little ones. I'm not sure what you call baby turkeys, but they were absolutely precious, absolutely adorable. And some, I feel happy and grateful I get to see nature like that. Have you ever seen a, a what do you call them? A groundhog. A groundhog? also called weasels, run across the yard. I didn't even know they could run. There's one that keeps coming in my yard and goes running across. <laughs> I saw a really wood squirrel this morning climbing the tree trying to catch a bird. Come on, the bird was as big as you, squirrel. I've never seen a squirrel do that before. But right now, because it's that season of the year, all the baby animals out, are out and they're teeny squirrels and they're so cute. I was down by the pond today and there's a whole new variety of fish I never saw before. They're fluorescent green. Never saw those in our pond before. And then I'm outside doing my qigong and I'm noticing I have a pot full of white stones, the landscape stones. And because we have rain, we have storms here nearly every day. It was full of water. Do you know there were little fish in there? How fish got in there? I have no idea. But there they were. And I feel happy and grateful for all these gifts that nature bestows upon me because I feel fantastic. You know what? If you go out in nature, especially if you're not wearing shoes that block you from getting the earth energy, you're going to feel really good just being there. That's something for which to feel happy and grateful. And the coolest thing about feeling happy and grateful, I was 10 in the morning. I do the same thing at night before I go to sleep. Same reason. I want my mind in a place while I'm sleeping for happy dreams and loving positive energy while I'm sleeping. So the universe keeps bringing me more and more and more for which to feel happy and grateful all day long. I find things for which I feel happy and grateful. And every time I say it, it's like the universe showers me with even more. More reasons for which to feel happy and grateful, which brings me to the next point in how 
to create instant happiness in your day in any moment. It's not going to be true happiness, but man, it's going to take you out of any crummy place where you were. And it's going to allow you to experience, to move to a place, to change your energy, to raise the frequency of your energy. See, if you're angry or you're frustrated, your frequency is down low at the level of anger or frustration. The level of love and joy and happiness, it's a higher frequency. You can only attract to you things vibrating at the same frequency as you. So if you're wondering why your world doesn't look the way you say you want it to, it's because you're not living on the frequency where all the things you say you want exist. So if you'd like a copy of this list, I call it How to Be Happy Now, it's a place to start. If you go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash happy number seven now, that's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash H-A-P-P-Y, number seven, now, you can get this list of the, I call it the How to Be Happy Now checklist, and you can start putting it into practice for yourself. And if you want to go to a higher level and actually, really and truly move into true happiness by removing your blocks, I've released my new program. It's at a pilot study right now. And you can let me know you're interested in joining it. I'll set up a time to talk with you. Life is meant for us to enjoy it. That's I-N, capital J-O-Y, exclamation point, every moment. Because nothing in your world's happening outside of you. Nothing's happening out there. You're not seeing outside of you. You're not hearing outside of you. You're not smelling, tasting, or touching out there. It's all happening within. Thank you so much for joining me here today. And I look forward to seeing you next time. You've been listening to a talk on the wilder side. Thanks for tuning in to Let's Get Metaphysical. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and be sure to share it with your friends. Tune in every Monday for more exciting insights and wisdom on life beyond your five senses. Until next time, take a small step in a new direction. Start now. Start now.